0: What are your thoughts on the whole YouTube boxing stuff happening these days? You know, the Jake Paul stuff, Logan Paul. Like,
1: if I can't beat Haney in this rematch, for me, maybe that's, that's, that's the end for me, maybe. This is where
2: they die!
0: And the Shield flies! Alrighty, hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another episode of Outspoken. Today we are joined by a very special guest. It is an absolute privilege and an honor to have this man here in the same room as us. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome George Cambosis. He will be fighting in uh, Rod Laver Arena in Melbourne, October 16, for the Undisputed Lightweight Championship against Devin Haney. So make sure you guys tune in to watch that. George, how are you, mate? Thanks for coming.
1: Absolute pleasure, guys, to be on. It's beautiful to have you. You know, uh, we've been chatting for a long time and I finally caught up and we're here now. That's, That's beautiful,
0: it. beautiful. No, no, it's good to have you here. So much to talk. I've got a lot of good questions, a lot of things to talk about today. So I guess we'll just jump straight into it. How, how's training going? How's everything else been been coming along?
1: Yeah, look, everything's been good. Training's been very good. Um, you know, preparing for this rematch, you know, when you get an opportunity to, to do it again, yep. you know, you always, uh, it's a sweet sign. You're going to be able to go back and reflect on, on things that you've done wrong, things that for sure. you should have done. So, you know, I'm very excited to be able to, to change certain things and come back a different fighter, a you know, different version. You know, I know Devin Haney. obviously, in the rematch, is going to change some certain aspects. But um, that's the fight game. That's why people should be so excited for this big fight because you get to change you know, certain things and it's going to be a hell of a fight.
0: For sure. Yeah, no, I've been watching you for probably three or four years, maybe even a bit longer. I think the first fight, of yours might have watched, was against a guy called Richard. I can't remember his last name. Mm-hmm. I think you won by TKO or a, a stoppage made back in 2018, 2019. Yeah,
1: that fight was in, uh, in Greece.
0: Yeah, that was very, one of the uh, first one of the first fights I watched. I remember seeing a few like stories and posts and that because I've I followed boxing for a good while, especially MMA and stuff like that. But I've grown a lot more in boxing over the last few years, and and I've been watching for a while. We've we've all been pretty big fans for a while, so it's fucking awesome to have you here. <laughs>
1: yeah, look, it's it's been a crazy journey. Like that that fight there was was in Greece, mm. you know. Uh, took a fight over there it meant a lot to me, obviously with my Greek heritage. Yeah, of and, course. Uh, you know, done I think three, four thousand people in that arena back right. then fought for very, very small money, but. You know that's experiences. You know before yeah. that, I was in America chasing my, my dreams and chasing, uh, you know, whatever I could do, whatever whatever fights I could get on yeah. the big stage, on the small stage.
0: And you haven't taken any easy fights either, really. I you mean, know? like looking back at a lot of your record, a lot of your opponents, they're not they're not scrubs to any point. You know, a lot of them have got a lot of wins, very little losses. You haven't had an easy journey, as to say. You know, you fought a lot of tough tough opponents and stuff like that. So,
1: yeah, look, it's 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 been for me. I always got into this game to fight the best. Yeah, that's why when I beat Tefin Lopez, everyone thought, okay. He'll probably milk it. He'll take some easy fights. But I was so adamant that you got to give me the best guys. I want to fight the yep. best. I'm not about protecting the record. I've never been. And, uh, you know, you take a loss, you come back. And sure. now what I'm trying to do is get back that win. Get that win off Devin <coughs> Haney. So, you know, it's it's, it's about fighting the best. And I did. I fought, uh, you know, Elisa with the Mickey Bays. And I beat Lopez. And I beat, uh, you know, all these other, other guys. And now I will beat Devin Haney in yeah. the
0: rematch. Well, you are a man of your word. You know, as soon as you won the belt, you're like, I don't want to hold this division up. I don't want to. Yeah. Fucking like you said, you don't want to pad the record. You don't want to like take those things. You want the best fighters there is, and you took instantly took took straight away an opponent that a lot of people have been avoiding. Yeah, so
1: that's why he. Uh, a lot of people didn't want to fight Devin Haney. Yeah, you can see he's he's good at his craft. You know, yep. he's not the most exciting guy in the world. He doesn't have the the best power in the world. Obviously, yep. I've been in there with him. You know, he he knows how to, you know, uh, manipulate the game. He knows how to, how to manipulate funny. the fighter and and get it his way. So um, a lot of people don't want to deal with that. For but sure. For me, I I love the challenges and even after this loss, I love the challenge of being able to come back now and show what, what I have in, in, in the bank. So um that's why I like the UFC. I like what they do there where you got guys that have five, six, seven losses but still renowned fighters, best yeah. fighters in the world, well, and they, they fight the best.
2: Absolutely. You look you look at a lot
0: of like the, the goats of the UFC, like Anderson Silva and GSP, even like Demetrius Johnson, all these big names and stuff like that, all of them have, have had a couple of losses, and it's just about the cool thing I like about the UFC compared to a lot of other boxing fights. Other than you, because you took the big names and the big fights straight away, in the UFC, you get a lot of the best fighting the best pretty regularly. In boxing, there's a lot more politics, obviously, so divisions get held up, and people tend to avoid each other. Where you won the belt... Straight away, you're like, cool. I want the next. I want the next hardest guy, which is Devin Haney, and you took it. I think you deserve a lot of respect and credit for that too. And and it was a good fight, as you said. You know, a few things went wrong, and now you get the chance to come back and and fix up those mistakes and and get the win back. And I guess it brings me down to how did the rematch come out? Did you want it straight away? As soon as you like finished that fight, you just straight away wanted a rematch.
1: Yeah, literally, as soon as they uh, obviously said that he was the winner, <coughs> yep. okay, I'll see us again. We'll do it again. So straight away in my mind, you know. I knew I had that rematch clause in the back of of my head. So, you know, when you do have something like that, I've always been in my career where it's do or die. You know, and uh, at the press conference, I said the same thing. It's do or die. I don't win this fight. You might not see me again. But I've always had that mentality until I got to the Haney fight where things became a little bit more, you know, easier. Things became a little bit more, you know, you you got that second chance. And I don't like being that person that has that second chance. So, thank God I do have that second chance now, looking back at it. But, uh, you know it was uh of course as a father as a as a former champion you know uh, as a father i need to definitely you know a, a take this rematch because sure. what kind of person would i be what kind of father what kind of father would i be if i said you know what no no well, i'm going to take the rematch he's too good for me I, well, love that the, that shows I love that. I love that. How competitor
0: you are as well. You know, you're a competitor at heart. You're passionate about boxing, and you're fucking unreal at it. So it's like, of course, you want that rematch. It's like any fighter. You know, if you've if you've lost to someone, you want to come back and, and get that win back. You know, and, and prove that you can do it. So, I think it's good, and, and it brings me down to like with the Lopez fight. What was it like going into the Lopez fight? Like that was fucking crazy fight. One of the best boxing matches I've ever seen, and we all won quite a bit of money on that. So thank you very yeah, much. We do. <laughs> yeah, we did. No problem. I, I told all the boys, I was like. Don't hate me if I'm wrong, but I've got a very good feeling. George pulls off a very... It's not an upset to me because I was confident you were going to win. We all put a little bit of money down and I won a nice little bet. But that was lovely. But I think the difference with that, what was it like going into the Lopez fight? Such an underdog. You spent so much time away from your family. You missed a few really big moments here back home. The fight date changed, what, three, four times?
1: Six, seven times. Six or seven times. We went for everything.
0: How How did that take a toll on you? Did it just light a fire in your belly? More motivation? Did... How did all that like make you feel like while you're out there?
1: Yeah, look, that, that preparation was like nine, ten months. That's constant. Crazy. Six, seven, you know, fight dates canceled. He got COVID. You know, we, it went from uh being on on the uh triller, having them do yeah. the event to then obviously matchroom getting it. So it went back and forth and so many different uh, you know, dates yeah. passed. But I just stayed focused. I, I stayed <coughs> in the trenches, I kept working hard, and uh, you know, that's how I feel. I feel the same now. I feel yep. where you know, there's, there's not that much buzz around anymore. You know, I've got rid of a lot of baggage Yeah, I'm just focused. I'm zoned in. And again, I got my back against the wall like I had in that fight. No one believed I'd do anything except no. for, you know, the, the, the small bunch of people. But, you know, yeah. uh, I'm in that same position now. And that's where I love to be. That's where I thrive on. Dangerous I mean, place to be, yeah. Well, when a man loses everything, you nothing know, he lose. becomes dangerous because he's got nothing to lose. So Facts, he's going to so. give it his all. You know, in that last fight against Haney, I didn't have that. But in the Lopez fight, you could see that killer instinct and I was yeah. prepared to die. I, because we watched whatever he did, you know, yeah. was, he could have hit me with everything, and I think he did hit me with everything, yep. and I did go down. But you know, he, he had to
2: kill me. And I'm, I feel the same now. That was I went good. That fight, it's for sure. We were position. watching the behind the scenes of like that whole, you know, you you were training all the date changes and all that, man. Yeah, and then when you came out, you just looked like lightning in a bottle. Yeah. Like that was. Insane! The first, The first round knocked down. That was crazy. Hey,
0: we were screaming, bro. We were, hey, I, got, my living I room? got
2: goosebumps. Like that was like, when I watched that, that was the most surreal moment. That I've, I've, insane, I've never been up like that, like for a fight
0: in a <laughs> long time. We yeah. were in my cinema room at home and I was just on my feet nearly. After the, you dropped him in the first round, I was like, holy fuck. I was like, we're going to win some money here, boys. <laughs> oh,
1: yeah. And you think after like putting down the first round, it couldn't get any better. But yeah. the way the fight went round by like, round, the man. The fight just, was unreal.
0: I love in no, the background, you can see down. Eddie
2: Hearn just jump up straight away. <laughs> that was great. And then
0: you also showed like a lot of resilience and stuff because obviously you got knocked down as well. Was it round 10? Round think? 10, yeah. yeah Look, yeah.
2: I, I got put
1: down and we know Lopez is one of the most dangerous punchers mm. you know, in, in the whole world of boxing. For sure. He's got a lot so of power in that in that weight it, class. He definitely does. He's a big puncher but I was so just motivated and inspired and I knew yep. in, the, in, in the back of my head that whatever it takes, if, he, if it's time for me to die in this ring, then whatever it takes, I had to get up. I knew that that was my moment where this was make or break. Now, you know everyone's obviously hurt. I had my, my grandfather pass away. You know my, my birth of my third son as missed well. Missed a lot of really so I missed. Moments. I missed a lot. I missed a lot. I, I never got to grieve certain moments, and I never, never got to enjoy certain moments throughout the whole preparation. So, you know, that moment there was was never going to break me. Yeah, put me down, no problem. I get back up, and where the whole world thought like, he's done now, he's <laughs> yeah, he's finished.
2: True championship mentality. Just, uh, and you I came just back around and won, 11, eleven and twelve. And 12. Eleven and twelve
1: is something to to for the history yeah. for Australian no, boxing and sport fight. here. Sport in Australia. And what's
2: it like being in the ring with like, you know, over there you didn't have many fans. Like no yeah. everyone was just cheering for Haney. Like what's it like trying to do you do you just blank it out? How do you how do you come <clears> over that? Yeah, look, I
1: was just so zoned in. I yeah. had that tunnel vision. You know that it, it did not matter. It didn't matter who was there, who was against me, who was there for me. Yeah. All that mattered was just, especially after all the postponements, so much, you know, bullshit going back and forth. Yeah. As long as me and Lopez were in that ring. You know, facing off—that's all that mattered to him.
0: Must have felt good just to finally get in the ring and be like, "Fucking, here we are."
2: Exactly finally, it all out. Yeah. yeah,
1: especially when I landed that right hand, put him down. I said, "Okay, now we're in a fight." I you think, think that—I th- think
0: that woke him up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think that it, caught it, him off guard.
1: It, it broke something because obviously he's gone oh, around and, and said that he's—you know—been broken here and had all this going on. But you know that—that that right hand there. Man, he handled that loss apart.
0: fucking horribly. The way he handled <laughs> Look, that loss. You, you yeah. gotta
1: be—you gotta be a man about it. And, mm. he, and unfortunately. He's never been able to accept that loss, yep. and he's come up with like fifteen thousand different excuses. Yeah, you know, just be a man. You know, I think his
0: dad was the more embarrassing part to the whole build-up. His dad was a bit unprofessional about the he whole was, few things. But
1: I'm happy that uh, we got two and zero on him that, that yeah. week, where my old man got to put him. You know, yeah, he was ball. what You watching that video Yeah, this I was morning. watching this,
2: just uh, earlier.
1: Yeah, these guys, you know, they, they walks think,
2: over all tough and stuff, like that. and yeah. you, you 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 get out of the ring straight away. You go to join in. I was ready to <laughs> jump straight. <laughs> over. Yeah, <absolutely>. And <laughs> you, just, you just do, you do some some, some wrestling ring.
1: move or some throw an elbow somewhere. <laughs> you know, when you go blank and yeah. just fucking you know, yeah.
0: But that's the thing, I think his dad was trying to steal a lot of the spotlight. I think he was trying to make it a lot more about himself than trying to be a a good father and a good trainer and coach and just keep it like, I don't know, they were were creating a lot of unnecessary shit around that fight. But I guess, you know, it it also sells the fight. And if that's what their plan was, who knows? I don't know. But from what I see and a lot of stuff I read online, his dad doesn't get a lot of love. I think he's, I don't know. I think you can see that reflect on on actual Lopez like as well, how he handled the loss, you know? Yeah,
1: look, uh, his dad's a lunatic. (laughs) It's simple as that. The The guy is... uh, You know, there's serious problems there. And, yeah. you know, he, he's not a guy that's, you know, I know, I know he loves his son, but mm. I'll put it this way. We're both in the hospital after the fight, you know, and uh, I'm doing my mandatory checks. He's obviously doing his checks and, you know, they found how much you know damage he had taken from the fight. Now, my wife was there by my side. My father's there by my side. And uh, obviously I'm dehydrated after the fight. So she's gone to find me some some water or some Gatorade. She's bumped into lopers and uh, oh wow! Obviously, you know, she she said, "I hope you're okay," and you know, thank you for for the opportunity for my husband to you know to fight you yep. at you know, this great moment. But when she's come back, she, she goes, oh, "I saw Lopez. He's, you know, he was pretty battered." I go, "Who was with him?" Straight away, Okay, "Just his mum." Okay, that's that, that there shows me that's nowhere to be found. So yeah. I did find out later that dad was obviously trashed the room in the, in New York and was you know on the drink straight away. So wow. and, and doing interviews, There's interviews like straight in the hotel, talking about. You know, all the excuses straight away instead of being by your, your son's side. Yeah. Well, you know, well. through, through it shows the sin. difference in
0: class between how you handled your loss against Devin Haney. Yeah. You know, you just straight away accountability. You wanted to make adjustments. You wanted to run it back. You didn't blame anyone or anything else other than yourself. And no, you know.
1: that's, that's right. That's, that's the way it's always been. I, I as a man, I take it yep. you know, on the chin. He beat me. He was the better man on that, on that sure. day. But you know, there are certain things that I know that myself, I didn't do right. And, uh, Certain aspects of the fight that, that didn't go the way, you know, it should have gone. Yep. Um, but th- that's history. That's something in the past I look back and now we, uh, you know, look forward to... to the I rematch. honestly
0: think it's so important how people do handle their defeat, you know. It's like you got to handle it like a man. Like you said, true professional as well. It's like there's people like Lopez and there's people like you. There's two different types of people. Someone's a man about it. Cool, I want to fix it up. The other one's like, no, 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 it was this, it was that. I thought I won, you know. um. Yep. To this day, Lopez probably still walks around thinking he won that fight, which yeah, is just I've seen inter- fucking nuts. I've seen
1: interviews recently where he just had his uh, his comeback fight. I'm, I'm actually very proud of him with his comeback <clears throat> Yeah, fight. he looked pretty all right in, know, his, in his He his looked last good, fight. and obviously he did take some shots against a guy that is not too flash, but mm. um, you know, I'm proud of him. I'm, I'm happy to see him come back. So yeah. uh, But again, he's still bringing up the Cambosis name.
0: How come a rematch never came about from that? It just wasn't... Really uh,
1: there? Th- there was no rematch clause being uh, I was a mandatory for the IBF yep. so no rematch but I was more than happy to give it to him I said it in the ring I said look we'll do it again we'll do it in Australia you know no yep. problem but uh, like they'll do some big numbers
0: that fight do you <laughs> think you <he laughs> run it
1: back with him uh, well he never wanted nothing to do with it and um, we'll see has he gone up in weight he's gone up to 140 but I've got no problem fighting my 140 yep. Yep. doesn't bother me but for me I'm just so focused yep. you know, on one person now, yeah, and that's uh, obviously Devin Haney because yep. you fight it is it
0: 60kg you fight 61.2 60, Yeah, okay, what I make
1: Uh, 63 and a half is is the, uh, you know, the the weight above. But again, he came in at 138 pounds, obviously. The mark is 140, or the division above. He came in at 138. So he goes and complains about struggling to make weight. But, you know, there was three pounds between 135 and and where he was, 138. And I'm sure he was very hydrated and eating throughout that last fight prep. So... You know, the, the, you you can start to read behind the lines, you know, between the lines.
0: Do you do many? Do you do much of a crazy weight cut, or do you walk around not too far off your fight weight? Now my weights,
1: you know, extremely well. Obviously, yeah. we ha- we did have a bit of a hiccup in the last, you know, weigh-in. Yep. Um, you know, my scales read something different that I've always had with me for my last, you know, 21 yeah. fights, you know, in, in the that pro happens. game. Yeah. And And uh, unfortunately, the scales, you know, on the stage, you know, for the for the Haney fight, read something different. Yeah. So um, look, these scales were very bouncy. They we're never getting an accurate reading. Even when Devin Haney jumped on, his, ac- his reading was going up and down, yep. up and down. So um, this time things will be different. You know, yeah. the, the, the flooring will be different where the weight is on. And we won't have you know, 50 people on <laughs> yeah, the stage yeah, where yeah. you can never get an accurate
0: reading. So. It's crazy. And you know, I watched one of the recent UFC fights, the uh, Charles Oliveira versus mm. – um, who did he just beat? Was it uh, – fuck, who did Charles – just recently. I can't remember. Yeah, when he he had to vacate the belt. He had to vacate the belt because he he missed weight, but he weighed himself the day before and he was on weight. He took a picture and everything, and then he went there the next day and someone either had done something with the scales or I think that stuff's pretty common, right? You know, some scales are really different. (laughs) This things happens,
1: you know, like you have your scales, you come in way under, and all of a sudden you jump on the official scales and depends where they're situated, depends what kind of flooring they're on. Now, I know that stage where we weighed in for the Haney fight was On like six plywood, you know, yeah, plywood, yeah. So that thing is not solid. So, many you're things. gonna get that movement, but you know, it is what it is. I'm looking forward to uh coming in uh very chiseled for, for the okay. show, yeah. 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 I'm
0: looking forward to watching, man. I'll probably be sat in the hospital bed, but I'll be I'll be probably jumping be up. There spirit, <laughs> <for sure. laughs> yeah, that's it, yeah. mate, That's it. I um actually wanted to talk a little bit because you got a pretty like cool, inspiring story how you kind of got into boxing and stuff. It you were you were kind of bullied as a kid and stuff like that. I, you've talked about it a few times, um. I mean, like, for the viewers that watch my podcast, I think it'd be really cool to share some of those stories. Like, you, you got into boxing from bullying when you were younger and stuff like that?
1: Yeah, look, I was, uh, you know, overweight. I yep. used to weigh, like, sixty one, sixty two kilos at, like, 10, 11 years of age. Okay. Oh, wow. You know, Greek, Greek heritage, you front know. Uh, <laughs> front row. That's right. <laughs> you know, that Greek heritage. You know, you go, you go to, to, to eat. your, your, your <laughs> grand, grandmother's house and yep. they're feeding you and they don't you know, care about, you know, your weight. They just <laughs> no. want to make sure that you're full <clears coughs> yeah, or, or overfull. Um, So... I was overweight, I was bullied, I will always come last. But you know, thankfully I fell into boxing. Yeah. You know, to help my footy, to help my you know, fitness, I fell into boxing, I fell in love with it and uh you know, I lost all that weight. The bowling did stop. I did have to uh, you know, fight some people at school. That's
0: what they, I that's you know, that's one difficult. thing I did wanna ask. I said did you ever have a bit of a temptation? I know two wrongs don't make a right, mm-hmm. but did you ever have a temptation like fuck, I can actually bang now. I've lost a bit of weight. I'm in shape. I can fight a lot better. I want to go get these guys back. Did you ever have that feeling? Well, well we, it did happen a couple of times <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: early in that year seven, year eight when I really lost yeah. the weight. And uh so you know what? I remember the, the, the stuff you said to me or what you teased me. Yeah. Okay, let's, let's, let's have on a crack. So hey, fuck it. Once <laughs> I did, yeah. Once I did, everyone just like, okay. Everyone's like, okay. <laughs> this guy can fight. Yeah. He looks in shape now. So. I don't a, think there's anything wrong with it. That. I think that word.
0: that's a good story to be encouraged. Just like not encouraging to go and do violence and just assault people, obviously. but I mean. You're getting given shit and bullied at school and stuff. It's like, stand up for yourself. I yeah, look, I think it's important. In today's world, you know, there's so much bullying.
1: Yeah. You know, I worry for my kids. Obviously, my, my kids are at preschool now. You know, my daughter goes to, to primary school next year. And I do, as a father, worry that, you know, maybe someone will tease her. Someone will, you know, upset her and, you know, she will be bullied. Yeah. Unfortunately, that, that's that's the world we live in. But as a father, you know, I will tell my kids, you stand up for yourself. Yep. Obviously you're not going to go out there and throw punches and and, and look for trouble. Because I've never ever gone looking for trouble. I do enough fighting, you know, in my training and, yeah. and, and in the ring. But you need to stand up for yourself as well, especially if you know you, you get these bullies. You get these people that are constantly, you know, picking on you. you gotta put it's a, big, it's a big thing in
0: Australia. I think it's a big thing around the world. Bullying in school, you know. I think I, I went through my fair share as well. And I think it is it is a very normal thing, unfortunately, at school for people to get bullied. But I think when someone's got a dad that's a professional world championship level (laughs) fighter, you'd think they'll probably leave them alone. If not, they'll probably just be the cool kids at school there.
1: Yeah, I I hope so. But um, look, you you just never know. Do you reckon
0: your kids will get into fighting? Are you going to get them into boxing?
1: Uh, uh, My middle middle son, Leonidas, he's always throwing punches. He's always, uh, you know, he has his little miniature world championship belts that they made for him. And uh, he's constantly, give me the belt. I want to get out of the cabinet. I want to yep. you know, wear my belt. So, it's a full
0: true Spartan name Yeah, as he well. is. Leonidas Cambosis. From, from the 300. You know, he's, uh, <laughs> yeah.
1: he's got a, a big name to live up to. So yeah. if he wants to do it, I'll support him. Mm. Now, it is hard. It, yeah. it, it's no easy journey. So of course. Um, You have to love it. you got to really have that passion for it. But I do see it in his eyes.
0: It's probably in his blood, you know. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> well, Leonidas Cambosis. That's like it. I said, you, you can't uh, you get any more from that.
0: For sure. That'll be pretty interesting stuff like that. Is something wrong, Alex? cutting in and out?
2: Sorry, man. You're
0: good. should be all good now. Sorry about the technical issues, guys. My podcast producer has a few disabilities today. It's his last day. Yeah, <laughs> it's his last day. He's being fired as soon as this episode yeah. <laughs> finishes. I want to fix him up outside. <laughs> <laughs> One question I wanted to ask, I think. Is a, good, is a good question, is that do you think your journey coming up and, like, your rise to kind of fame and all these things through boxing, do you think it was a bit harder for you to get to that level being from Australia?
1: Yeah, I, I believe so because, you know, I took that hard road. I, I went overseas. Yep. You know, I went over there to to make my name. You know, whatever opportunities came up, whatever, you know, doors opened for me, I, I went through mm. and, um, you know... I was never given the coverage here. I was never given the, you know, the, the Fox Sports, the yep. Channel 7s, the, the the Daily Telegraphs, you know, the heralds. I was never. They seem to pick and choose a lot of people here. At, at that <coughs> stage, I was never given it, and um, you know, so many people would ask, "Well, why aren't you getting the support? You're overseas, and we were told firsthand that no, he's overseas, he's yep. fighting there. We're not interested." Oh, wow. But I said to myself, "Okay, how am I going to do this?" Well, you know, I'm gonna push my my presence on social media. Yep. I'm gonna put my videos out. I'm gonna do whatever it takes on social media, as you know. Yep. You know, to to put your name out there. And I said, okay, if I'm not, if they're not gonna give me that media, then I'm gonna create my own media and become sure. my own name and Smart. become the biggest name. And that's what happened. And then eventually, I knew my time would come. I would become world champion, and Definitely. all these guys would would come knocking. And they did. And like we got that. to pick and choose. You know, yep, you're with us. No, you uh, you wrote some crap <laughs> about us. Nah, you're out. So. For sure.
0: No, I feel like they really do pick and choose the people they want to give like a bit of the spotlight to here in Australia. You know, you got people here that are like thirty and oh or thirty and one and they're just padding their record and they're giving them the shine and all the media coverage and they got people like yourselves and people like Liam Parrows and other fighters out there Getting outside the country and doing bigger fights, taking harder challenges, and surrounding themselves with with more co- like competitive fighters and stuff like that, and they kind of just don't do it until you make it. It's kind of one of those things, isn't it? Like it's it's until you get there, until you yep. get to
1: the top, they don't give you that recognition. I feel like that's a very like
0: Australia thing, but like Australia is beautiful. There's a lot of great people here, and it is a great country. But I feel like places like America and the United Kingdom and stuff, I think they really push their people yeah. a lot more. You know,
1: yeah, especially the UK, they get behind their yeah, fighters definitely. I'm very blessed that, to, to have such a big support base. You know, we saw it in the last fight, and yep. uh, I will have so much support leading into this rematch. But you do have the people that like to jump off. Now, I don't jump too much into you know comments and stuff, but you do see it. You see you a lot. Do of come you come across of it, and some of the people that that oh you're wasting your time, oh this and that. You know, you they forget real quickly. Mm. They forget what you just done in a, in a fight. People switch up quick, and don't they? they? Very they jump quick. On the band, they off the bandwagon. They mm. jump on it after a great victory, then jump back off it. I go beat they and jump back on it. Yeah, so, yeah. so make up your mind. You know, yeah. show your support. Be, your, have your loyalty to, towards 100%. a fighter. Because they complain when the big fights don't happen. They complain if I went and fought, you know, Joe Blow from the supermarket. But when you do take the, the best guy there and the hardest fights, and you don't come up right, they complain again. And they, yeah. they, 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 they always they find trials, something. So there's always something. But <laughs> again, always, something. I always look at these guys that never even stepped inside a boxing gym. So. No. Yeah, you know, it is what it is.
2: Were you training overseas just purely for the higher level of competition?
1: Yeah, I, I trained over there to, to get the best, you know, yeah. the best sparring, the, the the best opportunities, and to keep refining my craft. I knew it got to a point here where I couldn't do that. Yeah. I had taken everyone out in Australia. I had beat the best guys here. Yeah, There was no point for me to just uh, sit around, try to get whoever I can, get imports yeah. in just to fight and look <laughs> at me and get, like you said, that 30, 31 and no record. But when I did get my shot finally, eventually got it. I wouldn't be ready. Yeah. So for me, I want to take the risk, fought the best over there and uh, sparred the best guys. And when my time came and they did against Lopez, I was ready.
0: Yeah. No, I really respect that. And it kind of reminds me a bit, you know, Eddie Alvarez who fought in the UFC for a bit there. I really liked something he said in one of his interviews. He said something about, his like him personally, he did win a belt. He didn't get to really defend it properly, but I mean, he specifically spoke, I think he was referring to Khabib, you know, you look at Khabib's 29 and 0, you know, 20 of his opponents had more losses than wins. Mm. Half of them were before the UFC, and there was just whatever. But then you look at someone like Eddie Alvarez, who's fought the who's who's fought all the former champions. He's fought good yeah. fighters, all these people been in wars. He has taken a few losses, but he said he'd rather be that guy who takes the hardest fights, tests himself, comes up short, come fucking wins, whatever. But that's what he'll be remembered for, and I think, I think that's a really good thing. Like people should respect a lot. So
1: yeah, definitely, uh, especially in that game, they have that where, yeah. you know, the undefeated record. It's nice. Everyone wants to be undefeated. I was undefeated before this last fight. It feels good, but sometimes you need to have that loss to learn. You need to become better and better. Definitely, You know, and uh, you look at Manny Pacquiao and Floyd Mayweather. Yes, Floyd's an absolute legend, one of the, the best to ever do it. But you look at the guys Manny Pacquiao fought, the divisions he came from. As both guys, obviously, uh, you know, years, years pass and we look back at both careers, you know, I'd rather be watching, you know, Manny Pacquiao fight. Sure. He's more entertaining. You know, there's entertainment there and win, lose, win, lose or draw. You're gonna see a real yeah. fight now. Floyd's a hell of a fight. Don't get me wrong. I love Floyd Mayweather, but um, you know I know who. You've done a lot of training with Pacquiao,
0: bit, right? You did like quite a fair few rounds of sparring with Floyd two hundred two hundred and fifty. Yeah, like
1: a, lot a lot of rounds, a lot of training camps with, with Pacquiao. That would have been, been like, awesome. You know he, he's a good man, and you know a lot of respect there. Yeah. And I know they're, they're rooting for him in this rematch. He's a very he's a very loved dude. He's had people. losses too and he's come back straight away in the rematch. And uh, you know yeah. he showed when he's been ridden off, come back and, and and bounce back like a true champion. True champion. That's what it's for all about
0: definitely no I like that a lot one thing I wanted to ask about what because it's a very big thing now and I think it would be good to ask someone like yourself who's a high quality professional level boxer it's like what are your thoughts on the whole YouTube boxing stuff happening these days you know the Jake Paul stuff Logan Paul like what's your thoughts on the social media people getting involved in the fighting and stuff like that I don't mind it you yeah. know for me it's uh
1: you're bringing more eyes to the sport now it's two aspects of it obviously you, you know you get your YouTubers and your guys are going to fight. Yeah, they're they're realistic. They're not going to be a world champion. No. It's, it's just too hard. They haven't been in the game long. <laughs> but they're doing something. They're jumping in the ring. They're getting in there. And yeah. it takes balls to get in the ring. So you got to respect that. You know, Jake's been trying to get these big fights. You know, he's been trying to fight real fighters. And these guys kept pulling out on him. So, yeah. um, Well, he's, you know, he's, 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 tra- he's he's been, been training
0: to- a while now. And he's, he's definitely doing all the right things. I had trained with him in March last year. When mm. I was in Miami, it was, I think... Because originally, I was in either Miami or Mexico when you were supposed to be fighting on the Triller card. Yes, yeah. Because I, I was going to come with my mate, Kristen, and come watch the fight, and then it just kept changing. And I ended up back in Australia. But yeah, you, you go there, and you watch Jake, and he just trains so hard. He does every little thing outside of training right, recovery. and um, He switched on. It's a shame he's had a lot of opponents pulling out. But it's a good, interesting take on it because a lot of other boxers or pro boxers and stuff or even journalists and just fight fans, they really don't like watching YouTubers and social media guys jumping in to have a fight. They're like, oh... It's disrespectful to the sport of boxing or but I think the problem that people have is that they're jumping in there and they're making shitloads of money when there's people who have been, you know, blood, sweat and tears their whole life dedicated to boxing and aren't making that kind of money.
1: Yeah, that's 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 the hard bit, you know. Yeah. unfortunately, <coughs> but that's the way it is. If you got a name and you're gonna put yeah. bums in seats and you're gonna drive this pay-per-view, you know, t- to a whole new level, then entertainment. you need to be you you you've worked extremely hard. To get to your position, to have that that name, to have that you know social media presence. So why shouldn't you be able to to get that that money sure. as well? Unfortunately, it's it's the way the game is it's now. Just the way it is. I feel sorry for a lot of young fighters, but I've been there as well. Yeah. I've been in that position where I was losing money, making very small money, but for a lot of hard work, you know, I've reached to, to where I am now, and obviously, uh, you know, it's it's part of the game.
0: Yeah. No, I like that a lot, and I think. With like the YouTubers and all these people doing it, I think that they're coming in because it's such a trending thing now. Boxing, fighting, all this stuff's just through the roof. And obviously they're coming in and they're making this money. But one thing I think you said earlier that was really smart is you noticed years and years ago when the media wasn't giving you much time and all these things, you pushed your own socials. So if a lot of pro boxers who have been training for 15, 20 years, whatever, and if they're not pushing their socials or getting their name out there, you know, that's, that's on them. Yeah. They, well, they, they should be trying to push themselves. There was
1: things where I, I thought to myself, okay, I'm not getting the big money fights. I'm not getting a lot of money in these early fights. Mm. I'm not getting <clears> the, the, the media I deserve. Okay, well, I'll create this social media. I'll put my videos up. That's going to attract not only fans, but it's going to attract sponsors. Yep. The more following you have, more companies, more business are going to want to be with you. Definitely. But also, we know social media, products, people want to put things out on your story, and your post. You get your money, you know, a little bit, a little yeah. bit. That helps with your... With your you know, uh, training camps to, to do the right thing. So you got to be in every every department, not only from your training, from your boxing, but your social media presence, the way you it's eat. Very it, important. Everything, everything, you got to be
0: on top of it, yeah. you know, and. Uh, well, it's self marketing. It's self marketing at the end of the day. It's like you—you you won't need the media, and if you like you said, if you put the work in, make some cool training videos, put yourself out there. Um, if you can grow your social presence, like you said, there's more brands, more sponsors will jump on board. You'll create more fans who will like purchase pay per views or turn up to the fights to watch and support.
1: Well, it's like the last fight. Now, a lot of guys become champion here. Yeah, you know, even we've had former champions in Australia, and they don't have that presence. Yeah. They don't have that charisma. They don't have that that following where yep. they can say, you know what, to the promoter. You're gonna pay me this. You're gonna give me this upside, and that's what it's gonna be because I know what I bring to the table. I know my worth. I know my social media. I know what, how many bums are gonna be in that stadium in, in that uh, you know and, and watching yeah. on you know, pay per view. So it all aligns. It all helps you know down the track. And and I'm very fortunate where through my hard work, my dedication, my discipline to the sport. Yes, I became a world champion. You know, got all the belts. You know, it became this. You know, everyone knew me in Australia, but yeah. I also had the presence. You know, on social media, where I could turn around straight out right to the promoter and said, "This is what it is. Yeah. If you don't like it? Well, we do something else then."
0: Well, I think it's a, it was a good opportunity, and you took it by the balls out in America, and you stayed there. As you said, you missed out on a lot of important things, and um, you can tell from all the, the press conferences, the media interviews, you're a well spoken, stylish dude, and you can fucking back it up. And you, you, you're not a boring fighter at all like you're a very entertaining fighter to watch you get in some serious scraps and you're relentless and i think that just builds really solid fans that fight against lopez you would have probably noticed just a whole big influx of so many new fans and like you said the whole bandwagon stuff then you know you you suffer your first defeat to haney and then like oh yeah then they jump off the bandwagon you you come back and win and it's
1: like the stock market it's up down up down and uh you know when you're up everybody loves you you know when you're down your true ones will still love you but uh you know the following's still there. Yeah. And wherever I go, you know it, it's always crazy. But um, yeah. that's that's part of the journey as being an athlete. Yeah. You're, never, yeah. you're never always gonna have it the way you want it, but that's the adversities you go yeah. through.
0: I can I can relate for sure. You know, even with my whole social media stuff. Yeah. You know, I've had my times where my content completely different ball game. But my stuff's been going viral after video view after video going viral, millions of views, millions of views, going on Logan Paul's podcast, doing really cool big things that I was proud of, and them. Everyone's like, oh, yeah, like I know that guy, or this or that. And like people jump on, and it's like you said, the stock market's just like this. And then you come back and you have a shitty little phase of your life, or you just go a bit inactive. And I was like, oh, no, he's done this, he's fallen off, he's gone quiet. And you just, I think you just can't get too emotionally invested in it. You no. know, you just got to take the good with the bad. And that's what I
1: learned after this fight. Obviously, my social media, I've always been that presence, but this time I've been very quiet. I haven't been posting much at all. No. I've just been focused, putting in the work and uh, being away from. You know, all the distractions. So sometimes you need to take a, a step back. And if it means that, you know, people jump off and think, okay, he's not doing nothing or he's he's, he's finished, so be it. Yeah. But sometimes you've got to remind them as well. And uh, October 16th, I get to remind them.
0: No, I'm looking forward to it. Did you feel like there was much, any like added pressure in the last fight compared to the Lopez fight? Because you were here on home soil, you know, you had a, obviously a lot of people coming up to watch your fight. Mm. And there was a lot more buzz around that fight. You know, your first defense of the titles back here on home soil. Did you feel much more pressure or anything like that? It was a lot of work,
1: you know, a lot of commitments, a lot of work, a lot of media work. You know, Devin beat me that night. He he was the better fighter. Um, It is what it is, you know. But when you start to look at the whole big picture, I ran that whole show. I was the most talked about, you know, Australian for three, four weeks, five weeks, constantly on every. I was, you know, documentaries channel seven you know sunrise fox sports you you're, know, every, you're, you're name everywhere always, my <laughs> face was ever, everywhere you know for that whole week in melbourne front page back page mm. my face was everywhere so, everywhere um it does take a toll on you it is a lot of hard work and then obviously you're dealing with you know the business side of boxing and you're making the weight and you're preparing for a big yep. fight and you got all your fans and you've got your kids there as well so there are a lot of things
0: that, oh that man i could only imagine on. it would be stressful yeah, and there's, just draining there's only now.
1: so much that your body can take you know so um it, it's that was one chapter. That's yep. one chapter. And you know, I congratulations to Devin Haney on on uh, on that fight in June. Yeah, he was a, he was the victor. And uh, October sixteenth, that's that's where uh, I'll do my my talking in the ring this in, time.
2: In the week leading up to the fight, are you like on your phone much? Are you like using social media, or are you just like the phone's away? Are you just tunnel vision. Like, like how does that? How does that? Like, are you distracted much? Uh, usually I'm very, very zoned in, yep. you know, uh, away from everything because I've always been in the backyards
1: of, of former champions. I've always been, yeah. they've had to do the work. You know, this time things were a little bit different, but, um, you know, this time I'll be very, uh, very zoned in. Yeah. I already am. And, and um, uh, that will be all, all put to the side, you know, that yeah. I don't need to, the fight will sell itself this time. For sure. The fight is going to be a huge Rod Laver arena. It's not the biggest. Uh, More compact. You know, It's not like Marvel. It's 14, 15, 16,000 people. And, uh, I feel like you'll hear the people in be later more because yeah. it's
0: I feel like it's more compact. This would like, be a
1: whole different different fight, different event, different atmosphere. Yep. You know, Marvel was amazing. I, I always wanted to fly in a stadium. I've been saying it for, for years and years. I want to find in a stadium. It was one of the I coolest walkouts I've ever seen. It, it, it <laughs> was <laughs> fine, but that this time song this, was sick. This time's gonna be different. This time that that compact. Yep. You know, obviously uh
2: it's gonna be good, man. I no, can't wait. I'm excited for it, man. Yeah. What was the um that the week after your fight against Lopez, what was that like week like? Was it just like your phone's blowing up, there's opportunities, there's, like all these brands coming at you, uh, is there like people calling you out? Like what's that week after your massive win like? Your followers are shooting it was up.
1: Crazy, man. Um, you know, we stayed in America for about a week and a half because I want to come home, and see my kids. Yeah. And we'll tell no, no, we, we got all these different uh, interviews. So yeah. I'll give you a quick run through. I went from New York from the fight. Yep, back to Miami. Done so many different interviews with all these these big names, uh, all on the big broadcasts over there in the US. Yep. Then I flew to Vegas. I went and watched Stephen Haney fight. i done the commentary there when he beat uh, Jojo Diaz. Oh, yeah. That's when we yep. first uh, kind of faced off and said, yeah. Look, yeah, let's get it done. Then the next day I flew to Los Angeles. I watched Shavontae Davis fight. I got the biggest cheer in the whole stadium when they showed me on the screen. It yep. was wow. crazy because they had all the, the legendary basketball players there. I got the biggest cheer. Uh, no, we couldn't need. get out of the stadium. We uh, literally had to go through the back door. And as we got out, they were still chasing Everywhere. us out of the hotel. Wow. It's wow. incredible. There's footage of it. It's, it's, it's unbelievable. Then I got the opportunity to go on Joe Rogan. So we flew from LA huge. to Texas. Yeah. Done Joe Rogan. Then I got to go back uh, from Texas, back to LA, and then back to Sydney. Wow, yeah.
2: well, so you don't
0: want to rush home after something like that. Obviously, you would have loved to have been straight away home to see the family, celebrate, have some downtime. But as you said, people like Joe Rogan, all these big... Yeah like you're becoming a commentator on one of the Haney fights and these other things, such big opportunities, just keep putting yourself out there, you know, and that's, that's taking opportunities. It's just going to grow your profile. And really at what stage did you like really sit back and take it all in and allow yourself to just relax and go, fuck I'm the world champion. Now that's, that's happened. Like I think, uh, because there's so much happening after that fight. Yep. I think when I was on the flight back
1: home to Sydney, you know, I said, okay, champion of the world. Yeah. These belts, I, uh, i was just on joe rogan i was just doing you know all these different interviews i was just getting stopped everywhere in it america happened in a flash, now, dude. we know america's so big and when you're getting stopped in the airport and you know everywhere, everywhere. Over, over there it's like okay, this this is incredible it was a crazy fight i'm okay. used to it here here it's it's been happening for years but yeah. to happen over there it's you know it's, it's something special but um you know you, you can never let it just take hold of you as well yeah you know, to just keep doing what you do best and uh that's what I've been doing in, in this next. Uh, you don't strike camp.
0: me too much as the the crazy type of party animal. Did you did you party much at all after or anything like that? No, nah, no. Nah, we just had one one good night, you mm-hmm. know, with
1: some friends, and uh, you know, I got three kids, so yeah, you yeah. Know, my, my my party days are all you know, finished. <laughs> oh, maybe when I, maybe when I retire, maybe when I'm all done, Kick I back, can have uh, a few whiskeys. Yeah, something. <laughs> I might just. You know, <laughs> Join you and we, have, we have a good time. That's it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I'd love to,
0: mate. Yeah. I had a quick question. Like a few other fighters in your like division and stuff like that. Not trying to look past Haney or anything like that. Just people like Ryan Garcia and, you know, Tank Davis, all these people. Like, how do you think you'd, you'd go against someone like Ryan Garcia? Because yeah. we were talking about this last night mm. and I reckon that you'd fucking demolish him. Yeah. You
1: know, <laughs> victory, victory against all these guys. Yep. You know, um, I like Ryan. I like, I like Tank as well. I like, like everyone, you know, we're, we're, we're great fighters and we should be fighting each other. Yep. Um, I think Ryan is too flat-footed. I think, yep. yes, he's very fast. He's very sharp, but So am I. Mm-hmm. I think his feet don't take him where, where he's got to be. And uh, you know, my most you know important thing is beating Devin Hay in the yep. rematch. That's where my focus is, yep. and I will show a lot of different things. I do
0: believe he'd be the toughest matchup in your division, though. I think. Yeah, styles uh, make matchups. I think
1: styles make fights. And uh, in that first fight, his style, yep. you know, was was used perfect to, to what he does. You know, he jabbed. He, he done his. You know, he's holding and 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 broke my momentum. Yep. But um, you know, this, this room match will be different. It'll be a different fight. But yeah, you know, Ryan Garcia, Tank Davis, Lomachenko. Yeah, all all Lomachenko these, all, all would be a great I, I love Lomachenko. Watch. I uh, I definitely uh, very that, unique style love to be Lomachenko. In
0: there I think I think he'd cause a lot of problems for just about everyone, man. He's a great fighter. But obviously Lopez Lopez did the job against him, you know. Yeah, and look,
1: Lopez had a great game plan. Mm. He cut him off, he, he used his feet, he put him in positions where, you know, he he couldn't do what, what Lomachenko does, yeah. what everyone knows. You know, with his footwork and the movement, he does. Well, he so, cut the ring off a lot, you know what I mean? Didn't, very sharp. And really you know, took away fight. a lot of his
0: movement, it seemed. I didn't watch the full fight. I only watched about six or seven rounds because I got there late. But, yeah, he looked good in that fight. And, and even after that fight, I was like, oh, no. Like, if Lopez has beaten Lomachenko, he's going to walk through yeah. blah. And I was like... Oh, oh yeah, I was
1: given... I was supposed yeah. to be gone in a round, max. Yeah. You know, like, three rounds, And max. you fucking sat him down. He came out crazy, though. <laughs> I, I, I love when my, my back is against the wall. You know, that's, that's the best thing where, yep. you know, there is no, you know pressure on your shoulders less anymore. expectations that's, that's right and uh you know that's the way I was for the Lopez yeah. fight I lost that in the last fight there was a lot of uh, he's going to do this he's going to do that he's going to he has to win blah 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 there was so much going on and I kind of lost that back against the wall. but now I'm back in that same position where yeah. you know you see everyone's like no nah, he's got no chance this is a waste of time okay. yeah.
0: but it's nice mate because there's there's so many like types of people will either let that break them and they'll they'll break under the pressure mm. or something like that but you can use it as motivation to really yeah. light that fire in the belly. You're like, fuck yeah. Like, people are now thinking I'm just going to lose again and blah, blah, no, blah. I was
1: happy. When I, when I took that loss, I hadn't lost in like 10, 11 years. Yep. Everyone's like, were you upset? Did you you know, go into a dark place? I go, no. Like, I was happy because I take every experience a- as it is. You know, yep. your you wins, your losses. That was a new experience for me in the pro game. I hadn't lost you know, ever. I was undefeated. So for me, it's okay. Now I reinvented myself. Now I come back as a different version. I was saying I was the emperor. Well, the emperor is dead. Ferocious is back, but yep. it's a different version of Ferocious. So. Hungry. Like I said, you, you've got to lose some times to, to take it to that next level. Yeah. We know yeah. we learn. Yeah, you know? Haney, Haney hasn't lost and uh, I, I'm looking forward to October 16th. Let me just take, take, take that, that zero know. away.
0: That's right. And I'm looking back, I had a really interesting question. It was actually a fan sent in question because I've told a few people that I was going to have you on the podcast, yeah. but a question I thought interesting and it was like, over the whole history of boxing, who would be like a dream matchup? Who, like like dead or alive, with all due respect, who would you say over the whole history of time, who would you just love to to fight?
1: Uh Roberto Duran. He's, uh, be great he's my he's my favorite uh lightweight, yeah. You know, uh ever. He's the greatest lightweight ever. And um just his ferocity, the, the way yep. he is, the way he throws his shots and rips to the body. I'd love to just be in there with him and you know, feel his power and Man, he was great. Go go for a war. I love wars, I love hard fights and you know, it'd be a uh, killer be killed in that fight. For sure. Could you could
0: you ever see yourself going up or down into
1: a different weight class at some stage? Yeah, definitely. At the moment, 135 is where I'm at. And that's yeah. where the big fights are. That's where, you know, the hottest division in the world. Oh, man, the whole top 10 it, is it's just a stacked very stack. yeah, stacked division, you know. So it's, you start to see now where one they're starting to move up now. Yeah. 140 is where that division is going to where become the Tank stacked at? division. Tank moves around. He goes yeah. from 135, 140. He's talking about staying at 135, but... Again, it's where the big fights are. Of course, if uh, if the big fights at 140, and that becomes a division, yeah, I'll move up. If one thirty is is a division below, is that that's where it's at? Then I'll move down again.
0: Where's um is Shakur Stevenson in lightweight? Shakur's at one thirty. Yeah, okay, he's so he's a little bit lighter. Well,
1: so he's he's lighter, but he will come up as well. So he, he's again, looking good an, another great fight. You know, yep. Very very sharp fighter. You know, a lot of respect for him as well. So. There's no
0: short list of um, big opponents and big fights, is there?
1: Definitely, there's a lot of fights out there, and um, you know <coughs> I look forward to doing my
0: business. Take You've really 16. set yourself up like just perfectly now. You know what I mean. And obviously, you don't want to get too complacent or, or think too much like that. But I mean, that big win against Lopez. You've fought Haney. You're fighting the biggest names out there, and now you're one of the biggest names as well. So it's like any fight now. It's just gonna be a huge fight for you. So it's like you put yourself in a great spot. Yeah,
1: I am. You know, obviously, you know, in hindsight, I'm in a great position. But my mindset is do or die. Yeah. You know, this fight. If 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 I can't beat Haney in this rematch, <clears throat> you know, for me, maybe that's 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 the end for me. Maybe yeah. it's it's not where I've done enough. You know, I take a step back and say, like, okay, I was had all the belts, you know, made obviously made it made, made a fair bit of uh you know money and uh it is what it is. I think but it's also
0: smart. Some people might be like, Oh, it's not a good way to handle it, blah, blah, blah. But like, I
1: like that. I, li- I like in my mind thinking like that now. Yeah, maybe it's not, not, not the truth, maybe yeah. you know, it is what it is, we'll see where I'm at. <laughs> but my mindset is if I can't get past Haney in the rematch, you know, this is it. So there is no plan B. This is do or die for me.
0: Yeah, for sure. No, that's really and I was like that for
1: the Lopez fight as well. That the the Selby fight. Um, you know, the Mickey Bay fight. If I couldn't beat these guys, what's next? Yeah. Maybe there wasn't a big more fights after that. So
0: for sure.
2: How many times a day are you training right now? Like what's your what's uh, your like day routine with training and eating like?
1: It's uh two to three sessions a day yep. at the moment. Obviously we're like going up to seven weeks out now, so yeah, it is high very high intensity. It's coming now. by pretty quick. Yeah, yeah, we're moving, which is good. I'm, I'm yep. very, very uh you know, zoned in right now.
2: You were back in the in the gym, like what the next day or the day after or something. I remember seeing you put a story up. Yeah, I was I was in the sauna doing my recovery yeah, straight that's away sauna, and yeah.
1: and getting the body feeling good. I was not sore. You after didn't the take part. too much damage, no, really. No. Had a few little marks. Yeah, that, but look, I was marked up. Obviously, that's, that's going to happen. When, that's what happens when, when you year. when you throw you know jabs top of the head. Yeah. You're going to mark up. Yeah. it was marked up as well. Yeah. yeah, you know, so um, I was not physically hurt. I was not physically sore the next day. I felt great. You know, no injuries, lo- lobe, nothing. no nothing, no nothing. You know. Uh, the Lopez fight took me. Cause it was such a, a, a brutal fight. You guys are both pretty battered up by the yeah, end of that one. That was a like war though. Yeah, three weeks to recover. Yeah, three like weeks I bet. was uh, I was hurting before. So uh, you know I went straight back into it. I stayed yeah. late key, but you know, I was putting in the
0: work. Yeah, it looked yeah. like you were having a bit of fun out in America. After it, I seen that you were at one of the um, NBA games. You smacked up one yeah, of the mascots. Yeah, yeah the mascot tried to put it
1: on me. He, uh, he tried to sat say him look, down. He wants a shot. So uh, <laughs> so no worries. Everyone wants a shot now. Obviously, I just become champion. So I wanted yeah. to throw a nice right hand on him and uh, put him down the steps.
0: Have you? Um, did you? Would you, did you? kind of want the fight in Sydney, or you happy that it's in Melbourne? Don't really care. Like,
1: yeah, people. You know, they they keep bringing that up. They keep saying that. You know, why you're not fighting in Sydney? You're from Sydney. Well. Why is the Sydney government, the NSW government, getting behind me? Yeah, unfortunately, they did not get behind me. The Victorian government did. They yep. got behind wow. me for both fights. So uh, we have to, uh, and and the promoters <coughs> have to go where you know the government help is and the support is. So yeah. Victoria, I'm very thankful that they jumped on bo- on board again. It's interesting. Sydney the New New had the opportunity. Yeah. Sydney had the, the 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 chances to make it happen. Now we nearly just lost the NRL grand final. Yeah, to here yeah, in New South Wales. That. So you know. That's, that's enough said just there. Why
2: that's is long. that? Why why won't they get behind like events like these?
1: Well, I think they just, they haven't done them. They haven't done them yeah, before okay. and I think that their priority is to put the money in, in, in certain other yeah. you know, places but give you a cool fact, 28,000 people, you know, out of the 43, 42,000 people that were at the last fight, 28,000 came from interstate. Yeah, right. Now,
0: wow. Yeah. We travelled down from Queensland, you yeah, know, like a lot of people. Lot it was people crazy. Were they reken-
1: the, Everyone on the planes were, were chanting and uh, you know pumped for the fight so, you start to put that into the tourism. Yeah. You know, hotels. Uh, even our hotel. Know, it was, everyone's like, <laughs> here for the Cambodian We struggled to, fight, fight, to find the the yeah, fight. Restaurants. Everything, yeah. everything was booked out. Everything yeah. was booked out. Now we that struggled. Bring, <laughs> that brings great tourism into the state, a lot of money in, into uh, Absolutely. You know, the state. So, New South Wales should look at them, you know, stats and say, well, we need to do that. But <laughs> It's interesting. You know, once I get my belts back, once I get this victory back, we've got this beautiful stadium here that just built. Yeah. You know, it's, it's an amazing stadium. So, who knows? Me and, me good see Lomachenko a fight up in Queensland or, even. <laughs> yeah,
0: Queensland as well. Uh, when was the last big fight up there? Probably the Jeff Horn and Pacquiao.
1: Jeff Horn and Pacquiao, yeah, yeah, which I was there. And uh, that was a great event.
0: Controversial result, I yeah,
1: thought. Yeah, I was obviously with Pacquiao in yep. that fight. Um, you know, Jeff, he fought a, a great fight, the fight of yeah. his life. Manny, I don't think fought you know to, to the best of his ability, or he was just taken away where Jeff didn't let him yeah. fight to the best of his ability. It's nice to With, see that like the Aussies ball. win
0: and stuff like that, of course. But I think that that decision could have gone either way. Mm.
1: Yeah, it could have. It really could have gone yeah. either way. But you know, I was I was very happy for for Jeff. You know, he, he set himself up. He became a world champion. Yeah. And at a point, I was very upset for Manny Pacquiao. Obviously, is Jeff retired now? He is. He's, yep. he's finished. I did see him. Uh, uh, before my last fight, he mm-hmm. come to the hotel to say hi. Oh, yeah, and, cool! Uh, we hadn't seen each other. For Seems years. like a really nice guy. He is. He's a really nice guy. He's a family man, and uh, I asked him. I brought it straight to him. I said, "That's it. Mm. Yeah, that's it." Did he <clears> defend sure? his
0: belt? Yeah, did he? Because he went over. He did. did he fight Crawford.
1: He, he defended his WBA belt against some guy from England. They yep. brought him here. Uh, that was obviously his his first fight, mm-hmm. and um, then he did go fight Crawford. And, you know, Crawford, Crawford versus Errol
0: Spence. Is that lined up?
1: They are talking about it in November. That'd be a good fight. I'm, I'm praying to the who, boxing who gods that. Who
0: do you think wins that? You know, I think Spence does. That's what I think. I, I think, think Spence, Spence is just too strong, too big, and will break him down. Are they both in the top five pound for pound right now? Both are.
1: Yeah, they're They're, up, both, they're, they're, both they're, right they're inside, there. obviously the top ten. But yeah, um, I think Crawford is sitting at number two, one or two somewhere there, and Very Spence good fight. should be yeah, right in top five as well. So that's that's a great fight. That I don't um, know what weight are they welterweight. They're at Waterway, yeah. yeah. So
0: it's sixty six or something. Yeah, but
1: they're big, big, strong. Big you boys know so for sixty six. It's uh, a great fight. Hopefully they, they do get it on. Yeah, no. Nah, Talking I think about it, it's, numbers. It's, it all comes down to, you know, the egos as well. Now both guys are undefeated. Both guys are going to demand a lot of money. Yeah, you know, uh, it's where the politics where gets involved. Which and it might network? Be hard, ta- yeah, which network takes it? Which uh, you know, who's going to have the a side? Who's going to name's going to go first? Who's yep. going to get more money from the pay per view cut? You know, that's that's what happens. People don't realize that. To make these big fights happen, you know, that there is a lot of, of things behind the scenes. Oh man, and I then, can imagine. And just going into the fights, there are a lot of things behind the scenes. Yeah. It's not just your local <laughs> fight night, you know, at, at the local RSL yeah. where people to j- people jump in for a thousand bucks. You know, it's a, <laughs> I think it's that shows the difference
0: of the level of where everything's at, you know, with these whole social media things. It's like for myself, I've been offered a few, like in, yep. in England, yeah, one in yeah. one in Los Angeles and one of the Jake Paul versus Ben Askren card. I was offered a fight there a while ago. Obviously, my back issues have held me back. Mm. But with them, I'm just like, just whatever. I don't give a shit. Like, I just want to get involved. I just want to yeah. have fun. It's I know that a lot of the other boys that do the stuff, like obviously Jake Paul, if he's fine, someone he's always going to want to be the A side. And rightfully so. He's got a huge name. Yep. He's worked hard to get there. So... I think it's a bit easier for the social media guys and that shows the difference in where it's at especially yeah. with like but a fight like that that's, that's a huge fight like that's, that's going to do big it is. numbers. That's,
1: that's big numbers you know, yeah. that, that, there is massive so you know you need to start breaking it up that's what the, the promoters do they break it up and they say okay well if we pay him this much and we pay the other guy that much yep. how much are we going to get as well? That's what for they're sure. thinking too they don't want to lose money they want to make money and you know these promoters they're
0: the casino they don't lose. Yeah. There is one thing that we did want to do today and Lachlan actually asked me if it's possible. And you can say no. So there's <laughs> no stress, no pressure. But Locky seems to think he could take a body shot from you.
1: No problem. I'm, I'm hitting hard right now. so uh, I never said that. We're here, we're no, he, that. He woke me
0: up this morning. He's let's like, Jackson, <laughs> no, please ask him to body shot me. I never said that. I didn't say as, it. as long as, you're, <laughs> as
1: long as you're on record and you ain't going to uh, sue me for any damages, nah. I'm good. <laughs> no, nah, let's do it.
0: <laughs> All right. You want to do it now? Should we do it now? If you want. Perfect Oh, perfect. Well, let's do a little body shot, and we'll wrap up with a couple of other it. quick questions. Because I, I would like to see this. I bought a left glove, maybe a little left body rip or something to be nice. Yeah, we only bring one glove. What'd you eat before, bro? Well, I had breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> <Just, laughs> you yeah, about. I just want to make sure. <laughs> nah, yeah a chicken sandwich. Oh good? How oh, yeah, right.
1: oh, good? I'll give you a tester. I'll give you a light one just so you can feel a little okay. bit, and yeah. the second one I'll rip into it. All right. Oh, it's a
2: <laughs> that was a tester. Here we
1: go. Oh!
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was good. Hey, you're yeah, right, was great. Right. That was you. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine that in like yeah. on the side. That's all right. There's okay. Nah, that was. But if I like hit you like... right, right there, oh, yeah, that's where you're gonna feel he, right. he was being nice. Yeah. Yeah. I'd yeah. offer to do it, but I've got a weak fucking pancreas. Nah, no, yeah, back to yeah. Right? he caught yeah. yeah. the body shot from one of the strongest dudes in the world. That was that was weak though, bro. That was a weak body shot. Yeah, because he's just bodybuilder. Yeah.
0: We're going to collect memorabilia along the way for the podcast when we have big guests like yourselves and put them somewhere along the set. I really appreciate that. How was that body shot? Good, good. A bit different without the pad there? The sandwich stayed down. <laughs> <laughs> You're the man, bro. Appreciate oh, yeah, that a lot. That's wicked. All right. And um, I don't know if the the next one's pushing it or not, but I think, you know, we've, we've come this far, so we may as well try it. He is a boxer, which obviously is a pretty tough dude, but how do you go with spicy stuff?
1: <laughs> I'm pretty good with spicy stuff. Um, I, I don't know what your meal
2: plan's like.
1: Yeah, I, I do have tr- I do have training Oh yeah, uh, in a couple of hours. So I think I'm going to say, Let me have a look at
0: it though. Let me see. You can have a little. It's, a, the, it's just a corn chip.
2: It's just yeah, a corn chip. The world's chip. hottest corn chip. It's
0: the world's hottest corn chip
2: we would have done it we, we will do it with you if you want if, to do if it if you
0: want to do it we're happy to go first but
2: if it's going to put your training out that's fine nah this is going to fuck me up no, no, it'll, no. Fuck <laughs> it'll,
0: kill
1: me. it'll fuck no, you I'm up gonna dude we're not going to lie it's After hot. after this fight after training's all done and the fight's done I'll take a whole we're we'll f- we'll finding George promise, with the corn chips promise <laughs> straight after the fight we're going to track Bro, him down
0: it is horrible dude like as <laughs> the moment it touches your mouth it's just yeah so I respect that he's got training and of course I've got training yeah no of course I'm going
2: to be uh He's definitely
0: not scared of a chip, guys. He gets punched nah, in the nah. face and he and he batters people's faces for a living. I don't when think he's, he's worried about a chip.
2: When st- he's walking out of the ring with the belt, we'll just wave the chips at That's him. That's it. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Give me all the, of them. The, <laughs> chips, the
0: chips are fucked, though, man. It is by far the spiciest thing I've ever put in my mouth. Probably.
2: Yeah, I've had some spicy things. Like what? <laughs> uh, this Elaborate. Th- the third hottest um, chili in the world. Yeah. It's not even chili. It's, pl- uh, it's like a plutonium extract. Yeah, right. It's not even like chili anymore.
0: Remember when we did the burger challenge we had to sign we did a hot burger challenge in Queensland like, a couple of years ago you had to sign a waiver form before you could leave with it because it was like dangerous because Dang, yeah. Yeah. like you touch it and put it in your eyes you're going to lose your vision Yeah, but they're, they're pretty hot oh, But
1: that, that, that shit scares me too man you
0: like, know I don't like spicy stuff I'm not good with it, <laughs> the moment it goes I don't know i will be able to drive home Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, no, I you up, I would end 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 home to like a fucking. You would be like, like <laughs> <laughs> I'll end up crashing yeah. But um, anyways, bro, fucking really appreciate you coming on. Means an absolute lot. We're all big fans, and um, we're rooting for you in October and looking forward to the match.
1: No, absolute pleasure to be on, man. It was uh, was great. I no, appreciate it, and, uh, bro. I'm looking awesome. forward to October 16th. Is uh, you know, rewrite the wrongs.
2: Beautiful. Do you reckon there'll be a trilogy if you pull off another win? Obviously, which yeah. Does he have yeah, a rematch clause in his? Like, how does that work? I was thinking about that.
1: No, I don't believe so. There, yeah. there is nothing on his side, but uh, you know, I'm just so zoned in on this, this yeah. fight. Yep. But I'm sure we'll do I'm it Trying to think too that. far past yeah. it. Yeah,
0: just yeah. get in and do it. Beautiful. October All right. 16th, it happens. Beautiful, guys. Happens. Make sure you don't miss the fight. October 16th, Rod Laver Arena in Melbourne. Cambosis versus Haney 2. Make sure you watch it. Thank you very much, brother.
1: Absolute pleasure, man. Thank you. <laughs> yeah.